0: There's a host of things that organic matter does. And as we start looking at some of these, we know that organic matter is important because it makes a difference in what kind of fertilizer we can put on and how kind of placement can we utilize. Global shortages are causing farm input costs to skyrocket. A better way to farm shows you how to take control of inputs and maximize profits so you can farm the way you want. Now, from America's heartland, here's your host. Hello. And thanks for tuning into the podcast today. Rod here at A Better Way to Farm, where we help growers increase yield and improve profits. We appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to give us a listen, and we hope you find great value in what we do. Today, I want to talk about organic matter. It's been an interesting last couple of weeks, and there's been a lot of discussion going on about this with some different people, and it prompted me to come and to do a little digging and look back on history and see some of the things that we have accomplished. We know that organic matter is important. It does a whole lot of things in our soil. Obviously, when we have higher organic matter, we tend to have more permeable soil. When we have higher organic matter, it will hold on to and then release more nutrients. When we have higher organic matter, we need less water from the sky to grow the crop. There's a host of things that organic matter does. And as we start looking at some of these, we know that Organic matter is important because it makes a difference in what kind of fertilizer we can put on and how kind of placement can we utilize. If we have low organic matter and low CEC, it makes us a lot more susceptible to damage when we do anything near the row. And so we know that there's great value in it. The question becomes, what are we going to do about it? Because it truly is one of the things that we can control. I think as we see this continued turn back towards soil health as we keep hearing people talk about regenerative ag. A lot of what they're doing is attempting to get organic matter restored back into the levels to which it was. You know, one of my first experiences with really truly successfully doing organic matter was when I had the opportunity to be at Francis Child's Farm at Manchester, Iowa. And we went out, we were looking at his crop, and I thought, man, this is amazing. It was the first year that he broke 400 and It was just astounding to see the stand that he had, the perfect picket fence stand, the amazing roots that were underneath that. But we got to doing a little looking and digging, and we figured out his organic matter in his fence rows, in other words, what was just naturally occurring there in that area, was a shade over six. But the organic matter out in his cornfield was about 6.8. As you guys know, he was corn on corn, continuous corn for 30-some years. And that being done in the way that it was, being well managed, really helped to build that organic matter up. You know, all of life is the same way. We're either working it from the right side and it's getting better and better and better, or we're working it from the wrong side and it's getting worse and worse and worse. And so as we take this step to say, okay, what do we got to do to restore our soil health? What are we going to do? to replace, rebuild, replenish, to raise that organic matter number, the first thing we have to do is we have to stop doing the things that hurt it. We've got to stop using fertilizers that pack the soil. We have to stop using things that make the soil colloids jam together. We need to stop doing things that make it so the clay particles are so tight that we can't get hair roots to grow out in them obviously, the more roots we can grow, the more organic matter that we have. The better we manage our residue, the more organic matter we have. Francis was very fond of that mini moldboard plow, and I'm not suggesting that we start plowing again. However, he left an enormous amount of residue on top because it was really just like a half of a moldboard. It would stand that soil up, and then instead of flipping it over, it would just fall straight down and so we got great incorporation of his residue in with the dirt to start that speeding up that process of getting that to decompose when you graze 350 or 400 bushel corn you have a lot of residue that has to be dealt with in some fashion obviously we are not fans of bailing that off and taking it away because of the nutrient value of the residue and because of the organic matter that is therein contained Something else that will help us in our quest to manage organic matters, take a look at doing something from the standpoint of a stock digester. If we're not going to plow, and obviously that's not a great idea for most of us, if we're going to mini mold board, probably a good plan in certain areas. But if we're not going to do that, what if we could just come out and come up with a way that we could go ahead and maybe prepay some carbon penalty? Maybe we could go ahead and get that residue to break down faster. Maybe we go ahead and get those nutrients in that residue to recycle. How do we do that? Well, what we do is we would highly recommend five gallon of nitrogen, a couple of gallon of thiosol, a quart of our Wex product, and then a pound or a pint of our sugar. And so as we take a look at things we can do to facilitate that breaking down, we'd want to spray that right behind the combine as quickly as what we can. So what are some other things that we can do, stepping aside from the residue management? Let's just talk about what we've seen done and how it was done. Our good friend, Jerry Cox, who I appreciate so much, and we've done a lot of things together, had a chance to learn, to experiment, and to see what we could accomplish. And he sent me a text here the other day, and it talked about the fact that in February of 2002, he had one particular field that we were working on, and it had a 1% organic matter. In 2003, in March of 2003, it went to 1.1%. And you say, well, that wasn't much of an improvement. And it wasn't. It went up one-tenth of a percent from the measurement standpoint. It was an increase of 10%. But here's the cool part. Two years later, in March of 2005, that organic matter was 2.2. In three growing seasons, that organic matter went from 1.0 to 2.2. It more than doubled. And, guys, when we can improve our organic matter by doubling it or if we're already starting at a higher point, but we just want to be able to add another one or 2%, we're going to accomplish great things. Our soil health is going to be better. That's the bottom line. We're gonna be able to see an improvement in life in the soil and beneficial fungi, and beneficial bacteria. We're gonna see all of those things start to work that are gonna be better as we raise that organic matter. And so what is it that we can do to do that well? Fundamentally, again, get on the right side of things, and work them from that standpoint. What are the things that increase root growth? What are the things that increase stock growth? It's not necessarily to do that thing which hurt us. When we over apply a lot of just plain NPK, for a little bit we might get some yield response, but long term we're not doing the right thing. What is it going to take? Well, we know that in the presence of adequate boron, phosphorus goes into the plant better because the fungi flourish and do their job better to get that symbiotic relationship going wherein they go out and they eat some phosphorus, they die, then the plant absorbs it out of their shell, so to speak. We know that as we do that, that enhances root growth. We know that adequate micronutrients, we know when we have enough zinc, we're going to get additional root growth. We know that having Everything in place that we need and not being short on any one element is going to help us a lot. As you guys know from earlier, we did the 12 days of nutrients and I've had a lot of people reach out to us and talk about that. It's really cool to learn those things and see how each one of them work together, how each one of them work with something else. Where are they antagonistic? Where are they in favor of each other? Where is it that they're beneficial to one another? And if we get it right, we avoid the antagonism and we get the benefits of doing it correctly. What are other things that we can do to help with the organic matter? Well, perhaps we need to take a look at doing less tillage. Maybe we've done too much tillage. Maybe we have a really bad compaction layer. We need to take maybe a brilliant zone commander and go out there and and we call it cutting slots, but you drop that maybe down below that second level of compaction, probably somewhere in that 18 to 24 inches. And you're going to pull it it's going to go really slow and it's going to pull really hard but it busts up that compaction layer and lets that soil be a little looser and lets those roots grow a little better and all of a sudden we start getting more organic matter we can do things like put on a seed aid. we have a really good seed aid, and what it really does is drive root growth it fundamentally just pushes that plant to be more aggressive and to grow more roots and to be healthier Maybe we could take a look at a soil conditioner. We have a soil conditioner that people love to use, and what it does is it also enhances root growth, and it promotes those roots to get bigger and to be more of them. And when we get more roots, we get more stock. You know, Francis always taught us he was more concerned with what was below the ground than what was above the ground. You know, and for a long time in the life of that plant, he would like to have more below the ground than he had above. And as we start working at those things, And we're going to see that improve and it's going to get better. Guys, I don't think it's any secret that soil health is important. I don't think it's any secret that organic matter is critical. What I do think has been a secret is the method by which we try to either build it or destroy it. And we need to come clean with ourselves, talk about the things that we can do that will stop destroying it. And then let's seek out and figure out some things that we can do to help build it. I want to encourage you guys that if you find value in what we do, we'd really like it if you'd share this with a friend. We'd love it if you'd give us a rating. Oh, by the way, I'm going to have a really important guest. We're going to be interviewing the president of the NCGA. He will be doing our next podcast. So you want to tune in next week and give that a listen as he talks about, I would call them shenanigans that are going on in the fertilizer industry. So don't be afraid to drop on by and take a look at that. Guys, we'd like to encourage you to swing by the website, A Better Way to Farm, and take that profit calculator and see what you can learn there and what you can grab. Maybe you can get an idea that'll help you make a little more money this year. As always, if there's anything we can do, you know how to reach us with a phone call or a text at 641-919-1206, or feel free to reach out on the Facebook page and give us a message there. Guys, I really do hope you are having a better day. A better way to farm